0: So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's (laughs) musicgives.org. Hi, I'm Amy Brown, and welcome to Acting As If. Positive thinking alone doesn't always cut it. There's so much more to it than that. That's why I've teamed up with my friend and self-image scientist, Leanne Ellington, to bring you a totally fresh, relatable, doable approach to help us all reclaim the reins of those confusing thoughts that are in our head and step into who we want to be. So if you're feeling stuck, battling self-doubt, or simply want to take ownership of your life, by taking ownership of your thoughts, acting as if is just for you. Now let's get started with part four. Okay we're here. We finally made it to the final part, which is the doing. So for whatever reason, if you're just now pulling this part of acting as if up, stop what you're doing. Go back to part one because part one, two, and three are very important to understand part four. So part one was thinking. Part two is feeling. Part three is believing. And now here we are, with part four, which is the
1: doing. Yeah, and we're gonna really put a wrapper and a bow around everything. Cause as you're now seeing this buildup from the thinking side of it, our thoughts are creating feelings that then cause the action. And that's really what we're talking about. So you can see how if we had just fast forward or skip to the action without addressing the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs that were either keeping us or supporting us to get there, it's kind of like the action part is a moot point. It doesn't it doesn't matter if we haven't addressed all that other stuff. And the doing side of it is usually what people want to rush to or skip to and it's like just give me something to do. Give me an action item, give me a checklist. And we're going to talk about distinctions that are going to make sure that those are winning action items for you and really strategic and serving you and creating less resistance or eliminating resistance. But I really want to reiterate that the meat of everything has been in one, two, and three. And those are the parts that, again, might not be so sexy to some people. It's like, just again, give me an action item, but it was so necessary. And this is just going to be really the cherry on top. It makes me think of times
0: where I thought, I don't need the instructions, whether I'm cooking or putting something together. I don't need the directions. I got this figured out. This is easy. And then... Something goes wrong. Right. And it's like, shoot. There was just these one, two or three simple steps that I missed that derailed the entire thing. And so look at it that way. Like this is a, you're cooking dinner. It's a recipe. You're having people over. You want the food to taste really, really good. You don't want to just throw it all together. And for you, like you're doing this for yourself. Like this is something that is going to serve you long-term and me long-term and Leanne long-term. That's why acting as if is so cool, but you can't forget steps one, two, and three.
1: Absolutely. And you don't want to put like marinara sauce in your chocolate chip cookie recipe, no. you know? So it, it really yeah. is. That's a well, good metaphor. That, I love hey, salty sweet. I don't know. I, don't know. I do we'll put some pretzel um, pieces in there. Though. Put
0: sausage gravy on top of cinnamon rolls. Ooh,
1: okay. I would, I try anything once. Oh, that is legit.
0: Yeah. You need to
1: do that. Okay. So. Welcome to Tennessee. <laughs>
0: well, that was a Texas, <laughs> awesome Alabama thing. thing. Okay, mm-hmm, My dad and Family, we've been doing. We do it every Christmas. It's a tradition every morning. Cinnamon rolls, sausage gravy, and it is so good. I highly recommend if you do it. Get the Jimmy Dean spicy sausage. It's really not that spicy, but it just gives it a little bit of an extra kick. With obviously, it's white gravy because, like, like you were gonna do a biscuits and gravy, but instead, cinnamon roll, and it's the perfect combo. Okay, so I'm down. The the doing. I I know we're gonna get into like the winning game versus the losing
1: game. So yeah, these are the really the distinctions that I want you to keep in mind that will, again, create so much more flow, ease, get rid of that resistance. So the first thing I wanna talk about is this idea of are you playing a winning game or are you playing a losing game? So now, of course, we're talking about the actions side of that cascade. We have the thoughts, the feelings, and now that lead to the actions. So of course, we've aligned our thoughts. We've eradicated any of the beliefs. We've pulled those weeds from the garden, mixing metaphors here. And now the action side of it. So now that we're getting to the action side of it and we we talked about in the other episodes about this cascade and I just kind of generally mentioned acting in a way that serves us or moving in the direction that we wanna be going in. And so now I'm gonna go narrow and deep into that kind of thing. So the first thing, the big distinction that I just want you to be aware of, and again, these awarenesses are going to give you insight to be able to make better decisions. And ironically, we're giving you a way to shift your thinking about actions so that by consequence, the actions end up shifting. So the first one is this idea of, are you playing a winning game or are you playing a losing game? So the winning game is, are you setting yourself up for success? Are you setting yourself up for a long-term transformation versus short-term change that you're gonna have to give back? Are you setting yourself up for a game that you actually want to win, that you want to be playing? Or are you playing a losing game, a game or an action plan that you hate along the way? Again, we talked about neuro associations, right? You don't like, you're having to force, convince, persuade yourself to do. You actually don't even want to end up there. So I know for me, and I'll use a body example, but this can go for anything. When I was, First, transforming my body, and before I realized I had so many disordered patterns, I was so focused on the outcome of like how I wanted to look or what I, the shape or size I wanted my body to be without even thinking about like, wait a minute, who I have to be and what I have to do and how I have to feel to get and keep that body. Oh my gosh, I don't even want that. Right. And so, one of those things is again, aligning the game plan and the strategy and the actions with who we wanna be and how we wanna feel that's supported by those thoughts and those beliefs that we've talked about in the other episodes of Acting As If. So again, noticing like, are you playing a winning game where it's a game that sets you up for ease and success and flow and you end up actually going to where you want to get to? Versus are you playing this losing game and you're having to force, persuade, convince yourself, you don't even want to get there. It's a game that maybe you sabotage can't. probably. Yeah. That just popped into my head. Absolutely. Of, like
0: sometimes I am aware I'm playing a losing game and yet I just, it, it's sort of comfortable at times. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it totally. would be exhausting to try to turn this around and go the other direction, even though it makes me think of the, be a buffalo. Like go into the storm. So when there's a storm- Cows turn away from the storm because they think, okay, if I turn this way and go away from it, I'll be good. But buffaloes are like, eh, the storm's going to catch up with me anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and go straight through this and I'm going to get out the other side faster. It's going to suck for a minute, but I'm going to get it over with. Whereas the storm eventually catches up to the cows and they're going the same direction as the storm. So they end up in the storm longer and the time before the storm they're in fear and worry and dread and all the things so right. it's a, and the buffaloes yeah. they're just owning it like we're yeah. going to we're going through the storm this is what it is let's go boys and girls such a great point yeah i think of ugh, sometimes i choose the losing game because it seems easier and then the sabotage part is sometimes i literally know i'm sabotaging myself and i still do it yeah and it's, it's crazy
1: yeah there's a but quote. it's not it's not because it's just not, human. Yeah, not crazy. Yeah. The beautiful kind of crazy, the, the, you know, the kind of crazy that we all have that makes us human. One of my favorite quotes is life is easy if you live it the hard way and hard if you live it the easy way. And it's just another way of saying like, yeah, the short term gratification trap it feels easy right now, but it's harder in the long run. And the longer, harder path of doing the work, it feels harder in the short run, but it's easier in the long run. And another point that kind of came to my mind as you were talking is this idea, like, are you, again, playing a game that's setting you up to win? So maybe you're not responsible for this air quotes game that you're in. And again, the game is the metaphor, but like, are you playing somebody else's game and you're set set up to lose? So that's another form of a losing game versus a winning game. And that's where, again, it takes some awareness to be like, listen, this is not the game I wanna play. Maybe it's not the game I thought I signed up for and giving yourself permission. Because again, we saw the cascade of who you're being when you're feeling like crap or feeling resentful or it's gonna create actions. Again, that's where the coping mechanisms come in and we're all of a sudden numbing out on Netflix and Cheez-Its and we don't even know why. I do love Cheez-Its though. So. Yeah. Ain't gotta, all with yeah. cheez Yeah.
0: That's in my genetics though. My yeah. grandmother was a bottled Coke woman. Okay. Yeah. Old school classic totally. glass bottle of Coke with Cheez-Its. And she would take her dentures out and just live her best life. <laughs> I love
1: it. That's a winning game right there. Yes.
0: <laughs> so when my sister and I are together sometimes to honor my grandma, we do Coke like that with Cheez-Its and then to honor our dad we do a Coke bottle like that, or it could be a plastic one if you want, or a can, who cares? And you pour peanuts inside. And that's what my dad would do on road trips. Yeah, peanuts yeah. and Coke. I've heard that. Pour it in there. And then that way, when you take a sip, you get a little snack at the same time.
1: I think the theme of We're this talking, episode is sweet and salty. Yeah, food <laughs> combos. <laughs> yeah, yes, I love it, it is. Okay. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so that's, that's the first distinction is this, are you playing a winning game versus are you playing a losing game? And really the key is just to stop playing the losing game to start, even if you don't know what a winning game looks like just yet. All right, I want to
0: tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. You're gonna be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash amy. A friend was over for dinner the other day, and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions, and this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response, without missing a beat, was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just Right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut Coconut-scented Clorox Scentiva is my go-to, and I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender.
1: Goals or creating promises or agreements with yourself or commitments in minimums, not in maximums. So let me just explain what I mean. And this is also a part of, you know how I talked about creating positive neuro associations and that's kind of what puts the neuro magic on habits and makes beliefs happen faster and download faster making goals or creating habits and minimums versus maximums is also another part of the neuro magic recipe. And so a lot of us are inclined for that zero to 60 mentality or the harder, faster, more mentality. And it's actually, again, kind of a surefire way to sabotage us and ensure that we won't do it very long. So let's just use like a movement example. So if somebody is, is sedentary right now and they're not moving and they're kind of on the couch seven days a week, and they think, okay, if I'm gonna be a fit, healthy person, I should probably commit to you know, walking for 30 minutes, power walking 30 minutes a day, five days a week, okay? So to somebody, that might be a minimum if they're already power walking. But to somebody who's completely sedentary and not moving at all, that is a maximum. That is a zero to 60. And it's, it's working to failure, not working to success. Like I have to get to... 30 minutes of power walking. But again, because of whatever neuro are also already laid down, it's probably, you're probably gonna have to force, convince, persuade, coerce yourself to get to that 30 minutes a day. And there's more
0: success, obviously. That's why it's more successful when you give yourself a realistic goal of like, oh, I just need to have some movement today and let's see how far I go. And then tomorrow, let's see how far I go. Yeah, for sure. And you want to get specific.
1: So the, the oh, we gotta alternative be specific, of Because I was just saying, let's, yeah, let's just see I'll what be happens. Be health, air quotes, healthy and eat air quotes better. Yeah, but so that's vague. So with the, the So that would be an example of a maximum, that 30 minutes versus, okay, meeting yourself where you are and saying, okay, I'm going to just do five minutes minimum. And if I want to do more- I can do more. I'm going to do five minutes minimum five days a week instead of 30 minutes maximum five days a week. But then if I want to do more than five minutes, it's because I'm choosing it, not because I'm forcing it. And heck, you might end up getting to 30 minutes, but now you're going to success and the rest is choice versus getting to failure and like creating negative neuroassociations along the way. I don't want to derail anything here, but I did
0: see this one guy talking about how every time he's at the gym, he does one more rep, not 10 more. And he, I mean, he's a guy that works out and does reps, but it doesn't matter. However many he set out to do, if he was like, "Okay, I'm going to do 20 of these, he always does 21. And then, you know, over on the leg machine, he might be like, okay, my goal was to do 10 of these. He does 11. And he said, "It's it, it just prepares his brain to always be ready to do more and know that you're capable. I don't know if that was a brain thing. It's a plus
1: one for sure. A plus one. Yeah. And the same thing can be true in terms of like your vision for yourself and your goal for yourself. So let's say like on a scale of one to 10, you feel like you're a two on the motivation scale for working out. Right. Well, most people, their brain jumps to like, well, how do I get from a two to a 10? But what in reality your brain really needs is you need to start thinking about it. Well, how can I get from a two to a three and then from a three to a four? And then a four to a five. And again, like you're plus one-ing rather than plus fiving or ten-ing. And that's an example of setting goals and minimums, not maximums. And again, it creates a completely different thought process and different answer versus that zero to 60 unsustainable because we all know that when we go harder, faster, more zero to 60, we end up right back where we are, where we were in the beginning. So that is the concept of, you know, how to really set yourself up again for a winning game that you can play and want to play and you'll witness yourself being successful. The cherry on top of that is when you witness yourself following through on these plus ones versus these plus tens, you're going to learn to trust yourself more. You're going to learn to believe the promises that you make and you're setting yourself up for success. And then that brings us to the third and final part of this so that you can now really act as if is, I call it reverse engineering. So a lot of people think about, okay, what do I need to do? And what I invite you to do is now that we've talked about feeling and you're actually in touch with it is how do I want to feel and who do I want to be? And then based on that, reverse engineer your actions to fill in that gap. Okay. So it's a completely different thought process. So we're kind of like flipping the script because the truth is, is that a lot of things that we're doing, we've done it before and we know how the story ends. And it's like, if I told myself, okay, just go work out, just go to the gym and get off, get off the couch and go to the gym. And I'm not actually doing it, right? I, I know how the story ends. It's not going to actually like motivate me, move me, anything like that. Because again, it's a doing, there's no feeling associated with it. Maybe there's even negative associations associated with it versus if I say, okay, how do I want to feel? well, I want to feel like I was productive, but I don't want to feel like super exerted or I want to feel like I move my body, but I don't want to be super sweaty, right? And well, how can I reverse engineer that? Well, maybe I'll just go walk around the block or maybe I'll just stretch in my living room versus before if we hadn't reverse engineered how we wanted to feel or who we wanted to be, we, w- we might have thought like, oh, I need to, air quotes, need to go to the gym, work harder, faster, more, and I'm worthless unless I go to a 60-minute body pump class or whatever our former associations were of what we think we, air quotes, needed to do. And movement is, is an example. It's just one example. Let's right. give
0: another one okay, just cool. for context.
1: So, yeah, let's say you have an uncomfortable conversation that you want to have with your boss, okay? So before, most people are thinking like, what should I say? And that's where they go to. And then they might draw a blank, or they have their anxiety creeping in, right? So versus starting at the end, which is like, well, how do I want to feel before, during and after? Well, afterwards, I want to feel like he heard, he or she heard what I had to say. And I want to feel like I was clear and assertive without being aggressive. And And again, meet yourself in your fears and in your doubts. Well, I don't want them to think that I am being aggressive. I want them to think that I'm coming in with a solution I want to acknowledge that I'm grateful, but I also want to ask for what I need. Okay, so knowing that that is what how you, I want to feel peace that I that I actually asked for what I need, versus starting at like what should I say? Well, then again, it's you're not starting with the end in mind, and it might have nothing to do with how you want the end result. Basically, when you think about you kind of future pace how you want to feel, and then you reverse engineer your actions or thoughts based on that. You're literally creating your life. That's where I talk about thoughts create create things and create reality. So before, if you hadn't gone through this process, you might've gone into your boss's office and been like, listen, I'm feeling underappreciated. This is where I need help. And it might've come across in a way, again, against how you wanted to feel versus... If you had acknowledged, okay, this is how I want to feel. I don't want him to feel this. I do want to feel this. So you go and you be like, listen, I am so grateful for all the opportunity I've had and I don't want to see him ungrateful. I just want to be clear and communicative about where I am because I know transparency is really important to you. Yeah, The outcome might be the same, but who you're being and how you're feeling and now you're cool, calm, and collected. You have really like neutral or positive neuro associations alongside that conversation. The energy you're bringing energy into it. Energy is different, it's, the frequency, yeah. all of it. Because you, get, you gave it forethought you reverse engineered how you wanted to feel and then chose actions or or words based on that versus just went straight to the doing, ignored how you wanted to feel, ignored your fears. And then just maybe it was word vomit in the office.
0: Mm-hmm. And so then you, yeah, you walk away like, oh, that, that yeah. sort of made things worse. And it, exactly. back to the movement one, it makes me think of when going zero to 60 and then you're so terrified of the 60 that you keep putting it off and putting it off, totally. putting it off because it's too exhausting. And then you just end up doing nothing. And then you beat yourself up for doing nothing. Totally. When really, you could have just reverse engineered it and stretched in your living room while you watched something. Exactly. <laughs> and been
1: the buffalo that and went into like, the storm. Yeah, and then you know? felt
0: really good about exactly. it.
1: Exactly. And then, yeah, this could be true with the conversation that you, the uh, the air quotes uncomfortable, even though it doesn't have to be uncomfortable because you can reverse engineer comfort, Right the conversation that you want to have, the trip to the dentist that you're, or the appointment to the dentist you're not making, whatever it is that you're in your head about, it's like reverse, here's the thing. Sometimes I reverse engineer ease and convenience. So for example, a lot of people have a thought process of like, oh, eating healthy is so expensive and time consuming. And I'm like, great, how can I reverse engineer convenience and fiscal responsibility? Oh, those bags of salad are on sale at Costco and those are really fast and inexpensive and I'll just keep that in my fridge. And I just reverse engineered speed, ease, convenience, and fiscal responsibility. Oh, I literally just bought one of
0: those chopped salad bags. that I'm obsessed with the Taylor Farms ones. Yes. They have so many good ones, but to your point about this, and I'm finally in a place now where I know I don't have to eat greens every day, but I also have the part of my brain that knows that greens are good for me. They're full of a lot of nutrients that my body needs. And it's beautiful that I can go five days with no greens. Because yes. in my orthorexia days, you now I had a checklist mm-hmm. of things. And if I didn't have greens, my day was over. And I ate so much kale. And now I don't even like kale. One of my friends the other day was like, hey, do you want to split a kale salad? And I was like, no, I don't like kale. And now I have that awareness. Like I know that about myself and that's cool. But anyway, to your point about the bag salads, I realized I was not setting myself up self up for success for the week. And the reason why I had gone that long is I bought like just a normal bag of salad that didn't have all the fun things, like the, the dressing included and like the little tortilla chips yep. and uh, like sprinkles that you can put on top that make it good. And I didn't get a rotisserie chicken, which is really easy to pull apart and throw some protein on top. I made it more complicated thinking I was going to get to that, but had... I reverse engineered it, as I'm thinking at the grocery store, instead of trying to go zero to 60, I should've been like, hey, I have a busy week, so let's get realistic about this and buying this chopped salad kit that has everything in it that I love from Taylor Farms, the the cilantro, whatever sauce is so good, instead of freaking out about, oh, I have to make my uh, salad dressing from scratch. Exactly, I, I used to be that way. Then it's like, voila. Totally. This, me getting my greens was just made more simple, but I had to go through the whole process.
1: Right. Yeah. And you're Did reverse engineer. Yeah, totally. That? Okay. And here's the other thing that you said that you said underneath all of that, this is why we talked about beliefs back in the third part, right? Because if you have a belief, again, we're using the salad example that eating you know, nutrient dense food is complicated and expensive and inconvenient and takes too much time, you're not gonna go come up with a solution to make it work. So that's why knowing your beliefs and recognizing when you have an unconscious or subconscious belief that's sabotaging you and having a way to actually break through it and neutralize it, which we talked about in the part three, that's everything too. Yes, okay, good. So so yeah, so to kind of nutshell it, the invitation for you is just notice where are you playing a losing game? right? Where are you trying to overhaul your life in maximums and really setting yourself up for failure rather than making commitments, promises, declarations in minimums to set yourself up for success and witnessing yourself step into success so that you're literally witnessing yourself following through on things and setting yourself up for success. And then where can you, instead of going straight into the doing and straight into the acting, where can you integrate everything that we've talked about in this four-part series and really identify, well, how do I want to feel and who do I want to be and what actions can I reverse engineer to get me there or to create that outcome? Or sometimes it's reverse engineering a thought. But that's it. If all you do again, it's not sexy. We're just inviting you to create an awareness of these concepts of a winning game versus a losing game, minimums versus maximums, and this idea that you have the ability to reverse engineer the exact outcome that you want to feel in your nervous system, it changes the game.
0: And acting as if all four parts are going to remain up. So you can go back and even listen to part one again or part three again, or was there a part that just, maybe you need to like take some notes on. And then Leanne put together some great resources which are free for you to use. You just have to go to leanneellingtoncom slash acting as if. And I feel like right now, I'm acting as if I'm totally ready and excited to go to George Strait tonight. And Leanne and I were talking about when I was getting ready, she 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 got here and we were gonna record and I was not going to go to George Strait and he's my favorite artist ever. Like I love George. Like when I see him tonight and he's playing Amarillo by morning, I'm probably gonna take a video, send it to my sister and I'll cry because it's like special to our family we all love him. I grew up listening to him. So why would I not want to go? Well, I kind of was just feeling a little bit low. And then a friend said, no, no, you need to go. We should go. So then I really started thinking, this is probably going to be the best concert I've been to in a while with little big town, Chris Stapleton and George Strait." Like I will walk away from this night being like, "Okay, top five, top five concerts of my life. And I started to you know, feel that way. And then I wanted to get myself in the mood for it. So I did a quick Saint-Tropez three-hour self-tanner. So I put it on my legs. So because I'm probably gonna wear shorts because it's so hot outside and it's at the football stadium. And then I thought, you know what? I haven't painted my nails in a while. And I wanted my nails to be this fun blue. So I got my nail polish out and I painted my nails. And Leanne just described to people what that was me doing to my brain to get ready for tonight.
1: Yeah, you were reverse engineering. You were identifying how you want to feel, even if you didn't feel it right this second. And that was like painting your nails and tanning yourself. Those are examples of plus ones, minimums that you could do right now to just witness yourself stepping into who you want to be and how you want to feel. And it really is that simple. You're And you created these positive neuro associations alongside it.
0: Yeah, because I mean, painting your nails, it's not that hard. It's so simple. And
1: then just having nails painted when you're out and feeling confident in your hands. You know, if you're you're a woman who paints your nails, you know how that up-levels things, right? Yeah, it can be a game changer,
0: but that's what I realized. I was like, huh, I haven't had my nails painted in a while. And then I do it and it takes, you know,
1: less than five minutes. And I'm like, oh. And it's a me. gift to give yourself, not to mention it probably puts you in the parasympathetic branch of your nervous system while you're focusing and concentrating. And, Let's go. So yeah. I'm going to show
0: up to George tonight in my parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. Just the, this high vibe frequency. I can't wait to tell everybody there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, how are you tonight? How are you? I'm yeah. good. Me? I love Amarillo by morning and I am in my parasympathetic nervous system. Boom. Boom. Okay. All right, y'all, acting as if, if, I can do it. You can do it. <laughs> so here we go. Leanne, we gave your website. So people know com. But what about socials? Yeah, you can
1: find me over at Leanne Ellington on Instagram. That's
0: pretty simple. And I am at Radio Amy, radioamy.com for more. And we hope y'all enjoyed this four-part series. And we hope that you are having the day that you need to have. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Amy again, and you just listened to the fourth and final episode of Acting As If, and you're probably starting to get it. There is a science behind shifting our beliefs, but you may have noticed that we didn't really touch on the faith or spiritual side of it and how our faith can also impact our beliefs and how combining faith and science can help us heal even more than we thought possible. Well, There's a podcast for that now. What's God Got to Do With It is officially launching next week here on my network, on iHeartRadio, and it's hosted by my dear friend, Leanne Ellington. So you just heard Leanne share her wisdom as a self-image scientist, but what she didn't share is a part of her story where as a bacon-loving Hebrew-speaking Jew who never had a relationship with God... All circumstances would lead her to finally realize that something was missing for her that she couldn't science her way through, and she stumbled into a church not really knowing what she was looking for, and she found God in all of it. Therefore, she decided to name her new podcast, What's God Got to Do With It?, and I think you can gather from Leanne's perspective— everything. Check out the first taste of what's God got to do with it with the trailer that's out now. And you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, the list goes on. The first three episodes drop next Tuesday. That's the 12th of September. Three episodes drop right in a row. So follow, like, subscribe, do all those things now that way, they'll start to flow into your feed, and you can binge those first few episodes and then follow along, see what's in store with Leanne Ellington and her new podcast, What's God Got to Do With It? I'm so excited. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.